Yeah. And I think that's really where the fixed versus the growth mindset comes in is that when you're fixed, it's this negative, just, oh, this is it. Whereas growth mindset is I get the opportunity to challenge myself. I get to go do whatever I'm passionate about. Excellent. Like that positive versus negative. It's such a simple switch, but it takes practice. We've been so conditioned to say, I have to go here. I have to do this. But by doing that, we are then inflicting this negative ambiance of emotions on top of us because it's not that I get to do this. It's that I have to. Ellen and Dave are back live with a brief chat about mindset, which is one of the foundational topics in our new book that's going to be released soon. It's a great gift for parents, students, or both. And the title is The Graduate Project, a success guide for parents and new adults. Our basic idea is to let parents better understand the adulting struggles that students are facing in our ever more complex society and also help graduates dramatically improve their lives. Lives. Go to Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Power Adulting for more info and enjoy this podcast, which is just a tiny snippet of what you'll receive in the book. This is the Power Adulting Podcast, where we are hunting down the experiences, struggles, and golden nuggets of wisdom from our helpful guests. Stay tuned for an exciting weekly adventure that uncovers practical tips, tools, and tactics to get you from stuck in the muck to smashing your way through life's toughest roadblocks. So hello, everyone. We are so excited to be here on a Saturday. We haven't done a live in quite a long time. So jumping back into this. Hi, Dave. Yeah, welcome, some, somebody, welcome. Got, somebody got married in the process here, knocked us out of our schedule, but it was beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Well, excited to be back and talking about our new project going on here. You want to jump in first, Dave? I do. Uh, the Graduate Project uh, is a book that we've been working on forever. Uh, it's been asked for and we're going to be delivering it soon. So one of the things that is foundational to our book uh, is the mindset. And I know this is a very important in your life. So I want to just give the definition of mindset from the premier experts in this field who's been doing studies and research and multiple research studies on this for at least 20 years, if not 30 years, a long range studies. So anyway, Carol Dweck is her name and you learned about her back while you were going to college. She is just the name above all names in the education field, which is your course of study uh, as a minor, including your uh, sociology degree. So anyway, if you don't mind my reading, I'm going to read it virtually verbatim from what Carol Dweck told us about mindset. Students' beliefs about intelligence have important consequences for how they experience learning and how they respond to setbacks and adversity. When students hold a fixed mindset, learning can be threatening. It's a a threatening situation because they may be worried about proving their ability or avoiding looking dumb. 
This can lead to students who avoid challenges and give up when they come to a struggle. So that's the fixed mindset. Let's talk about the growth mindset. She goes on. But when students hold a growth mindset, they may experience learning as an exciting place to grow, embracing challenges as opportunities to develop their mastery. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of tells it all. So I know that you had some revolutionary times once you learned this concept in mm-hmm. your advanced studies from Carol Dweck. So I'd like you to kind of tell us what you have learned over the years from where you started to where you are now. So if you wouldn't mind, I'll kind of shut up and let you tell us some stories uh, about Elle. I wanted to first talk about elementary school because I think this is where I first, I didn't have any idea on what fixed or growth mindset meant back then, but reflecting now as an adult, I remember in third grade, people got assigned into what was called the gate program, the like gifted something students program or whatever. And it was based on test scores and you had to score like proficient in like three areas or something like that. I don't exactly know, but I didn't qualify for the gate program. And a lot of the other quote unquote smart kids in my dual immersion program did. And I remember being a kid being like, well, they're in the gate program. They must be exceptionally gifted. They are just the super smart people. Like I'm not. And so that for me was kind of the starting point. I think in my fixed mindset, I was like, Oh, well, like it is what it is. I'm here. I can only do so much. This is as much as I can give. They don't think that I'm gifted, yada, yada, yada. Like, okay, it looks like I'm just an average person. And for me, that... I don't think it exactly forced me into a fixed mindset, but it like reinforced my fixed mindset that, oh, I'm just here and I can't, I don't have the the capacity maybe, or I'm not destined to grow into this like extremely intelligent position. Why challenge yourself to excel if you're already been told that you're average? Exactly. Yeah. And so I don't think they intended to do that, but just reflecting on that experience, I do know that had an impact on how I I valued learning and that I didn't think learning in in a school setting was to necessarily grow your knowledge, although that is really what learning is. I thought it was just get the best grade. Like your goal is to get the best grade. And so I stopped challenging myself and I just coasted through school. And I thought school was really easy, but that's because I did not put myself in challenging situations because of this fixed mindset that I had because I didn't qualify for the gate program. I wasn't good enough. I didn't need to challenge myself. That wasn't something that I encouraged myself to do. And that really limited me. And I didn't even realize I had a fixed mindset until I got into college and started learning about this. And I was like, oh crap, maybe I've been my own block that has uh, (laughs) limited me from getting to where maybe I could have gotten or I should have gotten whatever. If what ifs, what could have been, it doesn't matter. If if you hadn't wasted all of those years, right? I was my own limiting factor until I was educated on the fact that our goal in life is to have this kind of a growth mindset where we're continually learning, continually challenging ourselves, 
ourselves, even though things may not be easy, even though we may not have any idea what we're doing in the beginning, even if we fail a class, that is really okay. Failure should be encouraged more in younger kids than I felt like it was encouraged. I I felt like I needed to get the A to prove myself rather than challenging myself to learn new things. And get a lesser grade, but you've learned a whole lot more. You've expanded your horizons. But if you're focused just on the measurement or the grade, then you're going to do exactly what you did. And that's the wrong way to grow and learn. Absolutely. Yeah. And so Instagram has these new like prompts that they give people on stories. And I really love them because I'm not all about like posting my whole life on social media. But if I have a prompt, it made it really easy to post something. And the prompt that I had yesterday was post a picture of you in 2016. And I went back in my phone and looked at 2016 and I was heavy into my partying in 2016. I was not concerned with where my future was going. I wasn't even concerned about the present. I was just totally like zombie zombie mode. Just, I don't even want to be existing right now. So I'm just going to numb myself kind of thing. And do you need anybody to confirm that? Or do all the pictures that are on your social media kind of tell the whole story about how far down the rabbit hole uh, of partying you went? I mean, my social media is pretty clean. So, I mean, I tried to clean it up for the most part, but there's definitely like a, a period of like three years where there's just pictures of me at raves and whatnot. And this brought up an important point that I felt like I needed to share is that say raves or parties, they aren't necessarily a bad thing. And I don't want to say like, cause in the image I wrote, you know, like I'm grateful for growth because of how much I've grown since that point in 2016. But it's not that I have grown out of partying and raving. I don't think that's where the growth happened. I believe that the growth happened for me is where my mindset was at. During that point in time in my life, I was looking for an escape. I was trying to numb myself, right? I was just trying to not exist. I don't know how to even explain (laughs) what I was trying to do, but I had this fixed mindset that it is what it is. Whatever's here is here. And I can't really get any farther than that. And that was the mindset that I had when I was going through my heavy party days. I wasn't in the present moment. I wasn't living life necessarily to the fullest, loving on life, whatever it was. I felt like it was an escape for me to just numb myself rather than I've seen some amazing friends of mine who are in that same group with me doing raving and partying in the music scene. And they have gone through some amazing growth periods utilizing that raving scene. I've seen some of them go into work for the music industry who become DJs, who've really taken this area where my mindset was wrong. I was using it for the wrong reasons, whereas they were seeing it as an opportunity, a a form of expression. They were really using the partying, the, the raving. That was their community. They were using it for the right reasons. And their mindset was in the right place, whereas my mindset was in the completely wrong place. So I wanted to clarify that at that point in time in 2016, I was very fixed in my mindset. I didn't even know what growth mindset was until probably 2018. And so I had no idea. And then I learned about this and I was like, wow, light bulb moment. Okay. Like I am capable of doing whatever I want. We're all capable of doing anything we want. If we believe in this ability to grow, this ability to take on new challenges 
challenges and push ourselves out of our comfort zones. Whereas I wasn't ready to do that. And some people were way ahead of the game. They were going to these festivals because they had a future in sight. They're like, I want to be a DJ or I want to be in the dance scene or whatever it is. They saw it as an opportunity for growth and community in this group of people who had a like mind, whereas I was using it for the complete wrong reasons. And so that was something that I really noticed. They were almost using it as, uh, like you said, market research so that they could learn the industry, understand people. And uh, on top of that, they probably loved the music and all of that. They could combine all of those things together. You know, it's just kind of finding your passion. I love this music. I love these people. You know, I want to get into this industry and make my passion my purpose. What a growth mindset that they had versus you were on the negative side of, I'm just going to be here, zombify myself and party. Drugs and party and not be focused on any sort of a future. I didn't believe that I had any sort of a future. I couldn't see past my own fingertips, right? Like that was where my bubble ended. And I was so fixed that I, I didn't grow anywhere. I didn't grow until I took myself out of that scene, but that was because of that's what I needed. But I just think that music and dancing can be so incredibly healing. There's such an opportunity there for people who have that as their like their drive, their passion, their internal fire. It can be so healing, but it all depends on your mindset. And I think that can go for anything. If you're a gym rat and you're using it as an escape versus a place to grow yourself, the gym can be even that kind of a place school, of course, but like anything, depending on where your mindset is, if you believe that this is the end all be all, and this is all you can ever be, that's the negative mindset. But if you're like, this is just the beginning. Oh my gosh, I see this future ahead of me. I can accomplish anything that I want to. That makes all the difference. It's all in your mindset. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah, great story. I don't have anything to add. You kind of just explained it to there, the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset and how just that mindset shift can make a huge difference in your overall excellence in life uh, your mm. joy and your joy in life. Absolutely. Too. Yeah, absolutely. And something else that has come up actually recently between a conversation between you and I is the importance of using the appropriate vocabulary when you are speaking about yourself or your experiences. And I think your the way you speak can impact your mindset. You can either close yourself off and become fixed or grow. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, the difference between I have to do something, have to go to work. I have to go hang out with my friends. I have to go grocery shopping versus I get to hang out with my friends. I get to go grocery shopping. I get to get up today. And I think that's another small tweak that people can make in their everyday life that I'm continually tweaking. It's one of those things that I'll say, I have to do this. And then I'm like, wait, 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 I get (laughs) to do this like right afterwards. Cause I try and reaffirm that this is, I, I have this gift that I've been given this life that I've been given to grow and do awesome things, whatever it is that I'm passionate about. And I get to do these rather than the drudgery of I have to do it. And I think that's a little mindset tweak. It's not necessarily growth versus fixed mindset, but I think it does influence your fixed mindset. If you're saying, I have to get up today. I have to go to work. You're like, oh, this is it. 
this is all I get to do. You know, it kind of puts that negative connotation there versus I get to get up today or I get to do this thing that I want to do. And then you're like, oh, wow, I get to grow into this awesome person, place thing that I want to do today. Like how excellent. And challenge yourself as far as that along the way, as far as I get to get up and challenge myself. It's exciting to get up and challenge myself for another day. The other way where I have to get it, it's the alarm goes off a dozen times. Uh, you're moping around, having to get to three cups of coffee to even get energized. Uh, it is exactly a mindset. And the story that really hit me about the have to versus get to uh, was just this wonderful, most loving pastor uh, that I had. Uh, and we were at a board meeting uh, one time uh, and uh, he had to leave early. And so he said, as he was leaving, I have to go and minister to somebody in the hospital. And it wasn't me, but somebody else on our board of directors said, have to? This is your calling in life, for goodness sake, is to help people. Why are you saying you have to go minister, serve this person who is dealing with this trauma in in the hospital here? And then uh, immediately, it was almost like his eyes lit up uh, and he said, you're right, I get to go and help this person and pray with this person. And what a change. A, a whole mind shift change that just turned this thing, which could have been drudgery, into a passion and a calling again. I love that. Yeah. And I think that's really where the fixed versus the growth mindset comes in is that when you're fixed, it's this negative, just, oh, this is it. Whereas growth mindset is, I get the opportunity to challenge myself, I get to go do whatever I'm passionate about excellent, like that positive versus negative. It's such a simple switch, but it takes practice. We've been so conditioned to say, I have to go here. I have to do this. But by doing that, we are then inflicting this negative ambiance of emotions on top of us because it's not that I get to do this. It's that I have to. And so... And one thing to add to that as far as it's not just when we're doing things that we're passionate about, but if if we also have that mindset of I get to do it, even if it's going to a job that I don't particularly love, you know, I have the gratitude where there this company is paying my, my rent and my car payments and food on the table. I get to do this. I chose to take this job. I may not be thrilled with it, but I still get to do it. Be gratitude for whatever teeny little thing can make you feel grateful for it. So I don't want to make it think that like it's some utopia where, you know, you just do everything that you're passionate about. You got to be passionate and you get to do even the things that aren't so wonderful. Be grateful for the opportunities that we have, the opportunities to grow and challenge ourselves. And, and the more you can be grateful where you're at and have this mindset of, of I, I'm capable of anything, having that positive mindset, then will open doors in the future to allow you to move in the direction that you ultimately want to be in. But you need to be grateful for what you have now in order for doors in life to even open in the future. Because if you're closed off and you have this fixed mindset, who's going to open the door for you and offer you something new? Or you're not going to have your eyes open enough to see, oh, this thing passing me by, that is an opportunity for me to pursue what I love 
if you have this fixed mindset that, oh, this is it, this is all I can ever do. But if you can change your mindset and be so grateful, then you're going to see the little things and you're going to be like, oh, wow, this little thing came in. It may not be the perfect fit, but wow, that was an opportunity that I didn't see before. I can either choose to take it or I can choose to let it go on to the next person and wait for the next opportunity to come around. I just, a story that came up, one of our first guests on the show is a friend of your husband, Connor, but his name is Connor as well. Connor Felipe uh, is a professional race car driver for, is it with BMW now? Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, he gets the most thrilling job in the entire world. Uh, and he was telling uh, about the story about how he volunteered to go to a race and was sitting all day selling T-shirts and giving people coffee or something. You know, he was basically a gopher. Here he is, this highfalutin a professional race car driver, and he did this. And sure enough, as a result of that, a sponsor with hundreds of thousands of dollars saw this professional it was it was not beneath him to be out there working with people selling t-shirts delivering and serving coffee that kind of stuff and he gave connor as a result of that connor de felipe hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. in sponsorship that is a growth mindset that i'm going to be happy and grateful and having fun no matter what i'm doing i love that that is powerful. Excellent. I think we wrapped up mindset here, but did you want to talk about our awesome book, The Graduate Project that we've been working hard on? I don't want to talk a whole lot about it. We're going to get going, but mindset is uh, one of the first chapters in our course that we have at the back of the book. It's uh, basically written for parents to understand how students, the struggles that we go through in this day, this age, uh, this technology, technology, the social media, all these negative things that we have in our society and how it's made adulting so difficult. So I don't think a lot of parents understand that. So we explain that at the beginning of the book. And then we have this wonderful course at the end where it's all about growing into being the person you're meant to be. Mindset is one of the first foundational principles. We're going to continue talking about the other chapters in the course as we go along. I'm not going to go over them, but there's a lot of good ones. But anyway, be on the lookout for the graduate project. And we'll be back next week too, to talk about our next chapter as well in our book. So we're going to try and outline everything as best as we can in the next couple of weeks to get people just kind of give them a little teaser, right? Get them excited <laughs> about what we've been so passionate about, what we're so excited to be giving out to everybody because adulting is challenging. And as Dave has learned from me, as his daughter, that it is a completely different world than when parents went to school. Things are evolving. Things are changing. The world itself is different. And no wonder we're struggling because they have their preconceptions of what they thought adulting was in their time, but it's changed in the last 10 years, five years, 25 years, like every single generation has a different experience. And what we're experiencing now, we shouldn't feel alone because all of us, our generation is feeling it together. It is a challenge. And then you put COVID on top of it and it's, oh, there's a nice cherry on top of everything we've been struggling with. So yeah, I've been just absorbed in all of the research that says exactly what you're saying there. So we're trying to bring the generations together so that they understand that and offer help to 
the people going through. Not only get the parents to understand what the students are going through, but also then provide the help that's needed to excel in the future. I love it. Absolutely. Well, let's call it here and we'll see everyone next week here on our next episode. And what's our closing slogan? Until next week, better your best you, everyone. Wait a second, guys and gals. If you are a recent or soon-to-be grad or know someone who is, then you need to get The Graduate Project, a success guide for parents and new adults. This book will definitely let parents better understand the adulting struggles that students are facing in our ever more complex society and also help graduates dramatically improve their lives. Go to Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Power Adulting for more info on this brand new book release. Ellen and I are thrilled you joined us on the Power Adulting Podcast. We love helping you and always want to improve. Feedback is essential for us to produce the absolute best show possible, especially in these early days. Could you help us out by doing a quick rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use? Take a quick pic of your review and send it to us at Power Adulting on Facebook or on Instagram. If you prefer email, the address is contact at poweradulting.com. Either way, Al and I would be immensely grateful and we'll list you on our website in the Founding Listener Hall of Fame. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next week on the Power Adulting Podcast.